Welcome back to Read the Room, everybody. I'm Chandler. And I'm Alyssa, and this is the podcast about books, relationships, and relationships in books. And today we are finishing off our Emily Henry series of episodes with her most recent book, Happy Place. Happy Place. Um, before we jump into that, <laughs> do you want to talk about a book you've recently oh, I read? I always forget that we do this. I know, and you're never prepared. I'm never prepared. Um, a book that you've recently read or one you want to um, recommend to the listeners. Everyone, just go read Watership Down. It's one of my favorite <laughs> books. I didn't read it this summer. I usually read it every summer. I most recently read it last summer. It is a absolute classic. And Who's it by? Richard something <laughs> nice. Richard Dawson Watership Down Watership Down it's it's about bunnies really yeah but like they fight each other and it's Sounds really terrible. Richard okay Watership Down by Richard Adams it's about a bunch of bunnies or rabbits who have to flee their home and go find a new one on Watership Down and it is pretty fucking intense let's let me tell you what there's a lot of fighting, a lot of a lot of war, battles, Ooh. bunny battles, uh, death, destruction, love, and it's uh, it's just great. I love it's, that. It's beautifully written. So if you haven't read it, don't be put off reading it because it is. It seems like this like really old classic. It is just like a. It's a fun. It's a fun, nice read. So it's fun. What are you reading or have read or a book that you've read a long time ago that want to bring up because you couldn't think of a newer book that you've read? <laughs> um, I read. It's hard because I read books all the time, but lately I haven't had a whole lot of five stars, so I don't want to recommend some of these. So instead, I'm going to recommend the book that I recommend most to everyone, and I'm sure you can guess what book that is. My absolute favorite book. I actually have no idea. We're going to talk about it eventually on here, but it's called Normal People by Sally oh, Rooney. Of course. It's yes. I, anybody I, I, who asked me to read a book or what, who, anyone who asked me to read a book to them. No, anyone who asked me for a book recommendation, I usually recommend this one first. It's a bit of a controversial book to recommend as well because people, some people really hate it. Like it's Goodreads review is 3.81, which is low. That's interesting to me. I know, it but seems it's so good. Like the kind of book that, and it's so popular too. Maybe because it's so popular. There's a lot of people who want to be contrarians and are like, well, I'm going to no, give it two stars. No, I don't stars. think that's what it is. I think it's like truly because if you look at like the ratings, there's like a thing where you can see what people have rated. And it's like, I, I can't see it on my computer, but I swear I can see it on my phone when I look at the Goodreads app. But um, people either give it like a five star or a one star. There was It's like that's so what I'm saying. That's controversial. What I'm saying. But like... People who don't want to like go with the grain and no, oh. I don't think that's why. I think no. people truly don't like the book because it's not a typical romance book because it's raw and we've talked about this. A fun, a fun little bonus episode we could potentially do on our Patreon once we have <laughs> we're not getting a Patreon. enough subscribers for the bonus content. <laughs> we're not getting is reading one star reviews of our favorite books. Whoa, that could be fun. Maybe. Yeah. So this book I'm recommending. <laughs> We're so chaotic today with our podcasting. Um, it's so, anyways, it's about two people. It's Marianne and Connell. It's based in Ireland and it follows them through their relationship and how their lives intertwine with each other over like, I don't even know, five plus years. So, all through some like the end of high school into post secondary and then the end. That's very formative years. Yeah. So, and, and it's it the reason I like it is because it isn't like, sorry, but Emily Henry in the way that <laughs> I knew you knew I was going to say that, in the way that it's very like formula 
cookie cutter everything is like perfectly fits into place and falls into place like they they are they're like they have problems there's mental health issues there's so many different elements to the characters that they're dynamic on their own and they truly are they just complement each other more when they're together but not at the beginning like i think the true love story in it is their growth for both of them like throughout the story and i think that's really interesting um it was funny this conversation of about this book is one of the reasons why we decided to do the podcast Mm. is because we both so strongly related to one of the characters and it was opposite i i do remember that when in the early days of us talking about oh maybe we should rent some mics and have conversations about books yeah recorded um, we decided to just go for a beer, sit on a patio at our local uh, pub, Johnny Fox's, where we used to go do trivia. I don't think this is where we had that conversation. We had it on Granville, I think. I think it was. And I, we had it on the patio, on the back patio. Sure it was at like, that random bar on Granville. Wow, we've on. had too many about conversations. Yeah. <laughs> where, well, no, remember? Because I was like, okay, well, like, just to oh, see if we... Oh, it was the back yes, patio. Just you're to right. see if we can talk for an hour oh about God, a book. Oh, my God, you're so right. Let's just... pretend that we're being recorded right now and talking about normal people so we did that and we went way over an hour yeah like okay it's like i could talk about forever though i love normal people yeah let's uh let's do that as our next author series okay deal but anyways if you haven't read it i definitely recommend it don't go into it thinking that it's gonna be sorry i'm talking really far away from my mic that was my bad um don't go into it thinking it's gonna be some like very light like it's heavy like there's sally rooney doesn't shy away from like heavy topics so it has its moments with like anxiety and I don't want to spoil anything, but lots of different things. So I recommend it. I think it's a lot more true to what romance in 2023 or like now times is like. Read it. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) All right. So that takes us back to Emily Henry with Happy Place. Yeah. (laughs) Happy Place is the one of Emily Henry's books where she has secondary characters that feel like primary characters like i mean you we kind of felt that with libby in the last book but in this one we have harriet and win the main characters and then we also have parth kimmy cleo and sabrina mm-hmm. um so there's like a group of six of them but i'll let chandler read the synopsis of the book in case you haven't read it this is a very long synopsis compared sorry. to the other ones that's okay i'll rush through all right, Harriet and Wynne have been the perfect couple since they met in college. They go together like salt and pepper, honey and tea, lobster and rolls. Except for now, for reasons they're still not discussing, they don't. They broke up six months ago and still haven't told their best friends. Which is how they find themselves sharing a bedroom at the main cottage that has been their friend group's yearly getaway for the last decade, otherwise known as their happy place. Their annual respite from the world where... For one vibrant blue week, they leave behind their daily lives, have copious amounts of cheese, wine, and seafood, and soak up the salty coastal air with the people who understand them most. Only this year, Harriet and Wynne are lying through their teeth while trying not to notice how desperately they still want each other, because the cottage is for sale and this is the last week they'll all have together in this place. They can't stand to break their friends' hearts, and so they'll play their parts. Harriet will be the driven surgical resident who never starts a fight, and Wynne will be the laid-back charmer who never lets the cracks show. It's a flawless plan if you look at it from a great distance and through a pair of sunscreen-smeared sunglasses. (laughs) After years of being in love, how hard can it be to fake for one week in front of those who know you best? Yeah. So as I start every episode, what did you think of the book and what did you rate it? I think I gave it four stars and I think I definitely liked it more than the first two. Probably about the same as um, Book book Lovers, lovers, maybe a little less. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I like the ensemble cast. Yeah. Love a love a group of friends. As a guy <laughs> named Chandler, love me uh, a group of twenty yeah. something friends. I also like um, the setting, the aesthetic of this one. I was like, after I read, it, I was like, I need to find a cabin for my friends to go to every year. The aesthetic and setting in this one is what Emily Henry has been promising people yeah. ever since she came out with a book called Beach Read <laughs> that had nothing to do with beaches. I mean, this one did it have a beach or is it just a cabin in Maine? Well, it's a co- it's a Maine cottage, and it's is there lakes in Maine? Well. Uh, it's it's the ocean. <laughs> we don't know. It's, no, we do. It's the ocean. It's salty. Oh yeah, lobster yeah, right, 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 right. Please don't we put don't, that in. We don't know. I'm don't group me in with you about <laughs> geography. So whatever. Yeah, it's it's like and you know with people we meet on vacation, it wasn't very vacationy. Yeah. But this book is very and maybe that's because she heard that feedback from people about beach reading people we meet on vacation. She was like, fine. I'll give you a vacation-y, beachy situation. Yeah, the next one will definitely be a funny story for sure. Her next oh, I book. I sure hope so. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's the like next one coming not out. Not funny the whole time. Oh, just so morbid. <laughs> it's and like it's like it's like not a procession. contemporary romance at all. <laughs> it's just so sad. Uh, yeah, so that's where we find our our gang. Did you like the dual timelines again? Like people we meet on vacation, where it kept doing the back and forward. And not I really. love dual timeline. You don't like it as much. I don't like it when it's like just like dangling this this bit of information that's crucial to understanding yeah. the current oh. present day relationship. You oh, had I like that, that. You had that in people we meet on vacation where it's like, what happened in Croatia? Oh no! So you don't have a full understanding of what the re- relationship dynamic is. At yeah, like why day. they're not together. Yeah, and then uh, in this one, you don't have an understanding of why when broke up with. Uh, Harriet after eight years yeah and that's kind of on dangling. a four minute phone call I I almost wish that that was like the first chapter and then it fast forwards and just like yeah have all that there I don't know I like that I like a little bit of mystery in my fantasy or my fantasy my contemporary romance. also I just realized of with all four of these it is never meeting someone for the first time oh my god you're right there's always, it's always... some background thing going on there Wait. no matter what what was Charlie Lastra? They they met for that dinner and oh yeah, they were in college time. together. They were in college together, and then the first two one, best friends, also in college together. Yeah. Oh no no no! These two, uh, Charlie and Nora, they met had, at work. Yeah, they they had that dinner like the two years prior. Oh, was it that far? Uh, in the past yeah it's I didn't think so it was. emily henry has, has yet to write a book where two people just randomly meet as strangers Whoa. and then start a relationship from there there always has to be some background thing going on which i mean I, it's easier to write that way it, it makes is sense. and then you can do the flashback thing yeah i although, mean she only does it in two of them although there wasn't a flashback thing in um book lovers no was there not in um no, yeah, there wasn't in uh, Beach Read either. Actually. I mean, it, it, you like hear about what happened in college. I think they they describe like when they make out at that party or whatever. Mm. But I don't. Th- it's not the same. It's not like jumping. It just tells a memory. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, there's always the, always some backstory, always some background. So four stars, and you liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, I I think the thing that I enjoyed most was the friendship dynamics going going on. Yeah, they um, all live far apart, and they still manage to be best friends. Yeah, and especially with like Sabrina trying so hard to keep this uh, group of friends going yeah. and solid, and then like getting mad at everyone else for like not trying so hard. But then Cleo, I loved Cleo. 
and I thought that her being so such a realist and being like, honestly, look, like we're different people now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's okay. That's okay. Yeah. We can still care about each other and like maybe like catch up and channel. I've had, um, you know, friendships and I still have friendships with people that I was like best friends with, but then our lives went in different directions or um, maybe literally geographically. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You know, I still consider them my friends and we check in every now and then, but I feel like it is tough when you have someone who's really trying to like keep everything as it was and hold on to that, like Sabrina. But I relate our trivia group. I relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry for leaving the trivia group, Alyssa. <laughs> I had to go. I had to get behind the mic. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, How did you feel about the book? And I, what did you rate it? Five, uh, five, five <laughs> of course, stars. I gave it five stars. Uh, yeah, I gave it five stars. I really liked this book. I liked this book better than the others because of how many characters were in it. And I remember really enjoying all the secondary characters. Um, I also love Force Proximity um, and Dual Timelines. And I also um, like Second Chance Romances. So this was like a recipe for me to just be happy. So um, I really enjoyed it. I really liked Wynn and Harriet, and I liked hearing them fall in love in college. It made you me want to root for them to get back together the whole time at the cottage. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I liked it. I don't yeah. know what else to say. I love um, the, the concept of it, the friend group traveling. That like, I would love that, to do that every year with a group of friends. I think that's really special. Um, I don't know. Forced proximity to me feels like a weird trope. Really? I like it because a lot of times, and it always, ha- always, every time, and this is like me, I always feel like I'm educating Chandler in contemporary romance because it's not typically the, the brand of brand of book, the genre of book he reads. But forced proximity always leads to, oh my God, there's only one bed every time. Yep. <laughs> and yep. that's exactly what happened in this. They had to share a room and pretend that they were, um, so they were fake dating as well, essentially, or fake engaged. And they had to share the bed the room i don't even think they did share the bed though didn't, didn't he sleep on the floor or something i think at some point i mean I at remember. some point they shared the bed of course they did yeah because it was steamy on the floor and they also had to like pretend to be like touchy and yeah. kissing and like could you know, do that feels, i don't think i could do it it feels weird like okay it's good that it's good that they had these feelings still simmering and like actually did want to be together but how yeah. fucking gross and bad would that be if like I don't know if if she broke up with him for valid reasons. If he was like being a shitty dude, and then uh, was put in that position where she had to like pretend to still be with him, and then I mean, at that point, I think you like she, the thing is, is there was still unresolved feelings, so they went along with it. I think most people would have communicated that they weren't together. Well, that that's the whole part, yeah. start of the story, right? It's like that's what put them in this position, and it is kind of. I feel like you kind of got to suspend some disbelief about that situation coming about, where you yeah. don't tell your best friends about. And I know that she wrote in a reason why, but yeah. it is weird not to yeah. give the heads up that, like, oh, by the way, um, but they already they knew anyways. Up. Yeah, exactly. So Sabrina knew that they had broken up prior to all of this, and like she had yeah. kind of orchestrated. The that, whole weekend. That they have to be in the same room together and like hoping that they'll get back together. And she's doing that 
because she feels that the friendship is falling apart. Yeah. And but she part- was also mad yeah. at them for not telling her that they had broken up. So she was like forcing them in this awkward situation and didn't say anything. Yeah, and I feel like a part of the anger also comes from like seeing that the, you know, Cleo and Kimmy are off doing their farm thing. And there was that whole thing where Sabrina was mad at Cleo and Kimmy because they hadn't been to go visit the farm at right. any point. And Cleo and Kimmy are like, it's super busy. <laughs> also, Farming is hard. Harriet's like also, I don't think we mentioned this, but she's a surgeon. Well, she, uh, like, yeah. It, surgeon resident. She's a yeah. surgeon. So, and that's me. And and her being like a student, as, uh, like a resident, it means she's busier than if she, when she's a final surgeon. She's like always busy. So she's trying to navigate an engagement, which she wasn't planning her wedding, which inevitably turned Win off from the situation. But she also pushed her friends away. So there's this divide before going into this weekend of all of them being together where they all see it as their happy place and they just want it to be like it used to be, but it's not anymore. Whoa. Yeah. This, this book is very much about like nostalgia too yeah. in a way like that wow, especially yeah, for that's Sa- a big theme especially for sabrina and that's tough for her too because she's the one who like ha- well she doesn't have it but her family it's her family's cottage and it's her family who's like selling the cottage and i think it's because of like right. her dad having like a new wife or something okay. so i'm sure i think yeah i think i remember that her dad had was on like his fifth wife or something along those lines and like that whole situation was bad so she sees her friend group as like her family her found family Mm -hmm. and now they're falling apart or not even falling apart but just like drifting apart because you're drifting into your own adulthoods yeah and so i feel like for sabrina win and harriet breaking up was kind of like oh fuck like this is actually this is actually bad like things are yeah, because exactly. they're so entwined through that relationship. Like, Parth is Wynn's best friend, and Parth is marrying Sabrina, who's Harriet's best friend, but they're all college best friends. And so it is, it's, like, really complicated them bringing it up. And we talked about this in Friends Meet on Vacation, where it's, like, the, it's scary to date a friend. And we had, like, talked about that and how it Chandler will never, ever cross that boundary in that way. Um, but, it, which is smart, because look at this, even them, they did work out, it's happy, but look at how intertwined their friend group is. And look how messy things got. It's not, like, of, worth it. Yeah. So I agree. In that way, I think that's a learning thing, but... Um, I thought it was also interesting, sorry to jump around a little bit, but just talking about Wynn and Harriet and their personality types too. I mentioned that Harriet is a surgeon or a, sur- a resident for surgery or how are we say that? Surgeon resident? Yeah. Sure. Anyways, and then Wynn, what does Wynn do? I don't know what he does. He, oh, he's a furniture maker in Montana. Yeah. And he's What was he like, doing before that though? I don't know. What was he like trying to do? I don't know. I don't yeah. But he's like, I remember him being just like the laid back, cool, like hot character. Whereas she's like type A, uptight, surgeon, very focused, very driven. They're exact opposites. So unlike the last book we just talked about, which was Book Lovers, where they're very similar. They're both type A. These two are exact opposites. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I think he might have been like trying to go into business. I remember they went to San Francisco together when they were um, San Francisco. He said that word. San Francisco. <laughs> when they were trying to like, like he went with her, and then he was having a hard time like getting a job, and that was a bit of a mess. So then he and he had to go home because like yeah, his dad died, and his mom has Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. The ma- the male uh, love interest always has to go home to take care of their parents and these. That's two in a row now. Yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. I also noticed too, sorry, I, I, now that you said it earlier, you compared this book to f- the show Friends. Yeah. And 
I think there's something there in the fact that you said that because in Friends, Monica and Chandler end up together and then Rachel and Ross and it's the same thing here, Parth and Sabrina and then Wynn and Harriet and like it just like it's too interpersonal within the relation or into the friendship. I can't talk. You so know I guess like I guess Paul Rudd is Kimmy then. Oh, I love Paul Rudd's character. Yeah, and Kimmy. <laughs> but like, but yeah, especially with like how they first started seeing each other when they were in college and all living together, and they were trying to kind of keep it uh, hidden. Yeah. At the start, because they, they were, were like friends. They were worried they about how it would impact yeah. the the friend group, right? Yeah, it's definitely they've become because you also learn a little bit about all of their families, I guess, and like, well, Wynn's father has passed, and he's taking care of his mom with Parkinson, so he's obviously close with his mom. You know that. Um, Harriet has struggles with her parents because they put so much pressure on her and all they really care about is the fact that she's a surgeon. So like her self-worth is coming from that aspect. So she puts that as a priority over her relationship with Wynn is what we learn later on. But there's many other relationships they talk about in family dynamics um, that their friend group ends up being chosen family. That's like how they view it. It's so extreme that all of this is happening and then it's breaking up because that's their family in their eyes. I say it all and then there's like nothing you can add. I feel bad. Oh, that's there's, okay. It's a hard one to like jump in and say our thoughts on in this book. Well, friend, any any friend group situation is always going to be a very interesting dynamic, especially when it's like uh, of different genders. When there's like have you ever had gals. who get married <laughs> from a friend group? You're gonna end it on that. Have you ever had friends? <laughs> have you though? No, have you ever had like? So I'm trying to think of like friend groups that I have because I have like separate ones mm -hmm. and it's so funny because the like interpersonal relationships that happen do you have any like that I mean I have my friends in uh, in Poco mm -hmm. um who you know love and but I I do see them as like their own little um like that's that's my Poco friends and yeah. then I have like my Vancouver friends and totally. uh, I have I, I do have friends, I swear. They're everywhere. They're, <laughs> they're all over the place. They're just all in Canada. <laughs> yeah, they go to a different school, okay? Um, um, but, yeah, like, you know, that, uh, the Poco group, like, that's very much like a friend group. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, if anything, I'm kind of on the outskirts where I'll just, like, pop in every every so often. Like, Aww. hi, I'm at the party. But I don't know. I haven't really had... It, it's always kind of just been more, like, friends and then who they're dating, too. It's yeah. It's not like we're all individually friends with each other like you learn to become friends with your friends significant others mm -hmm. so but i've never had like a friends friend group or a you know uh, happy place kind of friend group mm -hmm. and that that seems fun but it's also just kind of it's hard it's hard to get people together all the time yeah and for everyone in a group to be friends with everyone in a group yeah you know what i mean yeah it's definitely a challenge i um I was lucky that I, I, the thing is, is like, it's never been like the show Friends where they're friends for life. You know, like I had that, I had a really tight knit group of friends from where I was from. And I actually met my ex, my long-term ex through that group of friends. Mm, I don't know if that's actually right. I had a group of girlfriends who started hanging out with this group of guys who they were all really close. And then we were all really close. Mm -hmm. And then we all started dating the guys. It's very oh, okay. small town. I'm realizing um, yeah. none of them are still together from that group 
sorry, sirens. Welcome to Vancouver. Um, yeah, that sounds messy to me. Yeah, so... <laughs> it sounds like really... <laughs> something. But now I, I've just started being friends in the last year with this new group of friends. I'm not going to say names, but there is... It's interesting because there is heterosexual females and males in the group. And everybody's single except for one married couple that's in the group or about to be married. Um, and it's interesting to me because I could see the potential of it, but nobody would not for myself i mean other people i'm just talking to my ass but it feels that group of friends feels a lot like this book like we we have gone to a cabin together and like it it's really interesting that like i can see it well it's like we touched on in people we meet on vacation where the whole guy gal friendship like platonic friendship thing is not a normal thing apparently which is kind of weird Because what happens usually in those friend group situations is people start dating each other like what happened here in Happy Place and then things get messy. I mean, to be totally honest, in that group of friends, sorry, you heard me putting my lid on, in that group of friends that I was just talking about, I have matched with somebody in that group of friends on a dating app and then we never acknowledged it and we see each other whenever the group gets together and we never talk about it. And then I'm like, like, it's a thing, but you just don't put yourself in a position for those things, but it really does happen all the time. In groups of friends. Yeah, I mean, I could see myself putting my, uh, like, being in that position where it's like you don't really know. Like, did you match what, what you knew? Well, like, obviously, there's people in that group that I wouldn't match with because I'm, I'm like, excited about the friendships, but I'm also new to the group. Keep in mind, they've all been friends since, like, high school and college, and we're in our 30s now. So I've been, I've been, like, weaseling my way. <laughs> Which, you know, it makes sense that that's where, like, what happened here in Happy Place, that's where friend Oops. groups form because yeah. you're, you have that. Um, communal existence and of likeness. being at, at yeah of like living here going to the school blah 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 yeah so you can so I'm a secondary character in this story yeah and oh. I'm a third and dairy character in this I mean <laughs> you know I some like of been, them <laughs> yeah but that's the thing is the person I matched with he's, he doesn't hang out with us like a lot in the group he's best friends with one of the guys that I'm becoming friends with mm-hmm. so like they're like childhood but like the anyways I'm gonna stop talking but my point is, is I'm really rooting for the protagonist in this story. Yes. <laughs> Hope it works out. I'd say my favorite character, as I mentioned earlier, is Cleo. She's pregnant. Pregnante. She, she is pregant. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen that video. And that's, that's, that's why she's my No, she's not. That's not why Chandler she's loves pregnant women. Pass it on. No. I mean, I'm not opposed <laughs> to them, sure, but I... <laughs> he has a big old fetish about him. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, he's getting so annoyed because he knows he's gonna have to edit so why, much. That's why I got the vasectomy, so I <laughs> had to hold myself back from. Um, so, anyways, Cleo's your favorite. Cleo is my favorite. Um, she's just very no nonsense. She she feels like what a like how I would act in a if I was just planted into a contemporary romance where I'd be like guys what what are you doing <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah this is weird uh, and then like sabrina being like we should all get matching tattoos yeah. and clearly like no <laughs> i don't <laughs> is that what happened yeah like sabrina wow. won them all you to have get a tattoos. really good memory well no i just like watched some youtube videos about oh. recaps of this prior <laughs> before oh, we started recording we'll read, we'll read a bunch of books and then we'll record like four or five in like a day and 
I have trouble because I get them confused and I can't remember. Well, and Chandler just seems to know everything. It's easy to get these ones confused. Let's be real. Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, and then Cleo was like, "No, I, I'm, I don't, I'm don't, I don't feel comfortable getting a tattoo." Sorry. Uh, yeah. And then Sabrina got like really angry about it. <laughs> like, what is happening? Is Sabrina your least favorite character? I wouldn't say so because <laughs> I can I feel for her. You know, yeah. like that is tough, especially with the family situation she's in. Yeah. And seeing her friend group kind of falling apart. And then also like she's going through the stress of Alyssa just keeps punching her Sorry, microphone. I was trying to yawn. <laughs> it scared the yawn out though. Sorry, say that again. Um and Sabrina's also going through you know, getting married, her engagement and that whole situation so there's a lot of stress going on for her that's for sure i don't know my least favorite character maybe i don't know what the fuck's up with i keep forgetting his name parth Parth, no parth is like chill he's like a bro dude which is probably why he's your least favorite that checks out yeah i'm not opposed to bro dudes but like i just don't (laughs) really i called you a she also she what is happening i don't know this is chaos so my least favorite character might just have to be Parth because I don't really remember much about him. He wasn't memorable. I'm trying not to look at you for the record yeah. so we don't start laughing. Yeah, he was just he was just there and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I guess my least favorite uh, characters would be Harriet's weird parents who were putting way too much pressure on her and like good for her for uh, coming to that conclusion and making that life decision. But I will say also. And I, I keep doing this, but I always point out how convenient things are. That oh, it's okay because you don't have to. You don't have to be a surgeon and have hundreds of thousands. So even though you have hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans, because what do you know? Win makes really expensive tables. Oh yeah! <laughs> you know? Doesn't that just work out? Oh my god! I forgot about that. Yeah. Too funny. Yeah, that worked out well for her. To move because she ends up moving to Montana, right? At the I end. think at the end, yeah. Montana. Have you ever been to Montana? No, but oh. I'm sure it's beautiful. It it just reminds me of um, Alberta. His, <laughs> no, of what's his name in, of uh, Marshall in oh, How I Met Your Mother is from Montana. Montana, yeah. I used to go to there to, to a cabin when I was younger with a group of friends. <laughs> no, it was with an ex's family, but we did go with a group of friends once, so and that's then you, funny. You had to pretend to the ex's family that you guys were still dating? No. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> I had to think about it. Yeah. I was like, did I? No. We when we broke up, we broke up. This is uh I know that you like second chance romance. Yeah. I I'm not a big fan. I'm not like not that I've really read many of them, well, but I'm not a big fan of the idea of like oh like it didn't work out the first time, so let's try and make it work this time. I mean, in real life, I'm not really like that. I've only been like that in one relationship ever in my life where I've wanted to give something a go after a breakup, and it was because it was long distance and complicated. Um, okay. <laughs> Chandler hates this relationship and hated this person. Oh my god. <laughs> well, no, it's not that. <laughs> Do you want to give context to that, Alyssa? It doesn't feel like this. We could talk about that in another book where it aligns better with the situation because it's complicated. But um, yeah, no, I'm not somebody who when my friends are always like they break up with their boyfriends and then they get back together. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a big fan of the second chance trope. Yeah. Because like there's a you break up in the first place for a reason. And it's weird in this one where like they didn't have a breakup. Um conversation no they what do didn't you mean? how do you it was a four minute phone call and he didn't give her a reason yeah you date for eight months yeah eight i months. mean sorry eight eight years even, <laughs> even, eight, eight, even months. eight months i would expect like a proper conversation yeah. eight fucking years are you yeah. kidding me and then like she's 
Like how how do you not have a proper actual conversation yeah. about that? Like that's that's wild. Oh, and then like he he blocked her. What? He like blocked her oh, uh, from phone reaching number out. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is kind of wild. I don't know. That's that's. I just I couldn't that's imagine weird of him to do like after. I mean, being in a long relationship and then it, I mean it's hard. I think we can all relate, and I'm not saying anything specific, but you can relate that after you break up with somebody that you've been with for eight plus years and then you end it's really hard to just go completely cold turkey and like not have them as somebody you can talk to it's very hard and i can't imagine what she was going through as being a surgical resident and the stress and then not having her comfort in win like i empathize for her a lot and then the first time they're back together is like them having to pretend to be back together yeah that would have sucked um i also wanted to talk about the significance of the cottage being put up for sale and i thought that was really interesting how um emily henry did the book as it was like this beautiful love story to this group of friends and then there was all this tumultuous like problems that were coming up at the end between not only harriet and win but the girls between them like having problems and feeling like they're growing apart and sabrina being pissed at them etc etc and it felt like that was like a reflection of that's going away and now in the future it's not going to be there anymore and it kind of felt like to me it was like correlated with their friendship yeah if you know what i'm trying to say like yeah. it felt like a parallel. I do wonder if in the epilogue, because of course there was an epilogue, and I don't remember the epilogue. I but, tried to never read them. Oh, you know what I think it was? <laughs> I think it was their them getting married. Oh, of <laughs> so, course. Sabrina and, or Wynn and Harriet? Uh, Wynn and Harriet. Oh. So I do think that everyone sh- sure was there for that, but I. I Except think, for Cleo. <laughs> I think that the more yeah, I <laughs> she was that, like, "Fuck this." I think the Sorry. more interesting relationship in all of this is again like the friend group situation Agreed. and them growing apart because that even though lot, Wynn sounded like a hottie, <laughs> yeah, a lot more people can relate to that situation than they can yeah. to my you know fiance and I broke up and then now have to pretend to be back together. That uh, is a good storyline, proximity. Like, yeah, that movie yeah. would be sick. I would love to see happy people as a movie. Nope, happy place is what it's called. Yeah. They weren't very happy people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that would be a fun one. But it yeah. does give, like, friends vibes. It definitely does give friends vibes. And I think that that's why I liked it a little bit more. Yeah, it was good. I just, like, I feel like Emily Henry's writing, every single book is just It gets better. better. Yeah, yeah, it definitely gets better. Totally. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about about this book? I think that might be it on my end. Okay. Wrap her up. What do I say? Thanks for joining us on this episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> so thanks for joining us on this episode of Read the Room. That, oh, wait. We we need to rank, Emily. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Cut that, future Chandler. Yeah. We need to rank, uh, to finish <laughs> things off here for our Emily Henry, our four-episode Emily Henry arc, we need to do a ranking, just as we did for our Taylor Jenkins reads. Uh, novels. So, uh, do you want to go worst to best or best to worst? Best to worst to best. Worst to best. All right. People we meet on vacation, beach read, book lovers, happy. Pl- oh, actually, you know what? Happy place then, book lovers. What okay. about you? So, this is Chandler's for YouTube. <laughs> That's his word. I don't know why I needed to physically show. Mine is a little bit different. My least favorite is Beach Read, and then People We Meet on Vacation, Book Lovers, and then Happy Place, which is funny because People We Meet on Vacation I had as my third, like my second favorite. 
Um, so it was like before book lovers, but I changed it after we did the podcast. I think mm. I liked book lovers better than people we meet on vacation. Whoa, look at this. I We're just, growing too. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I really liked those three. And it's hard because I feel like we've been like tough on Emily Henry in this thing because there, it really wasn't that much to talk about in the episodes, I guess, is well, what I'm I'll realizing. Just, I'll just cut it. But <laughs> no, but well. what I'm saying is, all in all, I actually really love these books. No, they're good books. They're fun books. They're nice to read. But, yeah. you know, like, it's just, it's the genre as a whole. You know, yeah. it's formulaic and there's... I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm saying that in, like, it's what makes them comforting. It's yeah. what makes them cozy, but it is also what makes us, uh, there not be as much to talk about in yeah. them. I think next week we're going to start our Sally Rooney journal. Yes, journal. Please. Journey. So we're going to start with conversations with friends, then normal people, then we'll do a beautiful world. Where are you? Should we start with normal people? I know it might not no, be in publication No, because we've order. always done publication for all of them. That's true. I say we do it. I know that we want to start with normal people, but we got to... Because I really liked conversations okay. with friends as okay, well. Okay, that's true. And then all it'll right. be a struggle to get through beautiful world. Where are you? Because neither of us liked it. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's coming up soon for you guys. Um, and Chandler already said thanks for tuning in. And I just want to say you should subscribe to us on YouTube and social media. And if you could give us a like or um, write a review, that would be very helpful to the channel. Yeah. Is that anything else? What else do we say? And we say uh, we'll do, do this again, again sometime. sometime. <laughs> 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 yeah, we should say it that way every time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.